Hey guys, it's Matt. Welcome back to the Life Below Parallel podcast, where my co-host Ron and I discuss all things in the world of mindset, personal growth, health and fitness, education, and coaching. Ron and I have been seeking growth in our own health and fitness for the last 15 years. And recently, we've realized that we need to work on ourselves so we can find out what's going on between the ears, not just under the barbell. Everything you hear us talk about on here comes from personal experience or from the stories of people we bring on as our guests. In the earlier episodes, you'll follow Ron and I through a challenge that I issued to a few people in our circle. Each week, they were given a task to complete, a workout to complete, and a purpose to think about. And the goal was to get people to approach their lives, their fitness, their nutrition and sleep, even their relationships with some intention. You'll hear Ron and I talk a lot more about this. So here we go. It's kind of bumming me out. I'm going to force myself tomorrow morning. Is that something that you think is important to take a break from, though? No. Not at all? Maybe, like, one piece of it at a time. But... But not the whole thing. Not the whole thing, no. So you're, like, like, shocking the system right now unintentionally. Yeah, unintentionally. Is that creating, like, some worry for you, anxiety? I think it did today. Oh, I see you started recording. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't quite ready for that, but all right, shit, here we are. Dude, it falls into place. Today we're talking about taking a break. Today we're talking about recovery and, and, and everything associated with those things, not just you know, taking a break from working out or taking a rest day or, you know, doing some walking. It's, it's a little more involved in that, I think. So we're talking about your, you know, going through that, yeah, inadvertently has become a break from something you're used to doing. Yes. I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, how long has it been that you started noticing this difference, the change? Um, I guess it was, I noticed it the first day that I didn't get up and do my normal stuff. Just, I can't remember, I can't remember exactly when that first day was. I want to say maybe it was like last Tuesday or last Wednesday that I didn't, I'm going to say it was last Wednesday. I didn't get up when I normally do. I didn't do the things that I normally do. And uh, I cannot say that it's had a major effect on my day overall. I, I still feel like I have enough of a routine that I'm able to still win my day for the most part. But I definitely, I definitely enjoy the habits that I have of getting up early, journaling, reading, you know, drinking my coffee, drinking my salt water, those kind of things. Do you feel like you've become dependent on these things in order for you to have a good morning? No. If, if I was dependent on those things in order to have a good morning, I would be freaking the fuck out about it, and I'm not. So, but it's enough to, for you to notice. It's just, it's just one of those things where it's like, I enjoy it. Hmm. I enjoy writing down my thoughts before I take in other people's. Hmm. And then I enjoy sitting there and reading before I like, before I get in my car to come to the gym, before I get on social media to let thousands of other people into my life. Uh, I think it's like you're missing some time that you have for yourself and 
Yes, that's it. Or you're distancing yourself from, you know, well, not, I wouldn't say distancing. What's the word here? I guess you're just missing out. Like, or you feel like you're neglecting a part of you that you. That's, that's what it is. It's uh, the fact that I stayed in bed longer made, makes all of those other things happen faster. Where getting up earlier and doing some shit for myself first makes it so I take care of me before I worry about taking care of the kids, clients, all the other worldly distractions that happen from day to day. So it's almost like now you're, do you feel like now you have more of an appreciation for these things? Whereas before it might've been mindless. Appreciation for the habits. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I think that. But do you appreciate it more now than you did before? Before I inadvertently took a break. I yeah. see what you're getting at here. Yeah, definitely. I definitely appreciate it now. And I definitely want to get it back on track as soon as I, as soon as I can, it's going to have to be one of those things where when the alarm goes off tomorrow morning that I just put my feet on the floor and get back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that now you have this appreciation, you can think about it tomorrow. It's like, Oh, cool. I have this time now that I can focus on myself. And you know, I so think it's this, more of a motivation. I think this is, it's funny that we're talking about this and, inadvertently last night this inadvertently is going to be a big word on this episode i think inadvertently last night i recorded an igtv where i talked about being okay with sitting still you know appreciating a season where it feels like nothing is happening and again you need to rest in order to have growth so maybe this unintentional rest from my morning routine is going to improve my morning routine when I start it back up. I like it. Let's, let's swing back then to the topic for today, which is taking a break. And very often we think about taking a break is stopping what you're doing or doing the opposite of what you were doing for whatever reason. And in, in fitness, it's taking a day off from the gym to go for a walk or, you know, hit the sauna or, or hit the pool or just lay on the couch, watch TV. Um, but it could be a, a break from a routine or a break from a habit that maybe you've become less appreciative about. Dependent on. More dependent on. There's some dependency around the habits that we have and the things we do. And when we feel like we take a break or take a step back from them, it's difficult. Some might say toxic in a way. Our routines, our routines can become toxic. Is our, rut- our routines and the things that we perceive as important. For example, your morning routine or you know, me taking a nap in the middle of the day or you know, going to the gym, these things become, they, while they are habits, we're perceiving them as good because we keep up with it because we are consistent. That's a good thing. We want to be consistent, but we also need to realize and recognize that if we remove ourselves, is it going to create something better for us or worse for us if we remove ourselves from the gym do we do we become depressed and stressed and more anxious if we remove ourselves from our morning routine does it affect the rest of our day or our week you get what i'm saying yeah absolutely it kind of comes to the thought process of like distance making the heart grow fonder when when you're separated from something that you care about you you learn to appreciate it more. What are you doing? 
thinking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well, we know for a fact that rest, recovery, whatever you want to call it, time away is good for development in exercise, right? Your, your muscles need time to fix themselves. Your body needs time to de-stress, group itself back together, and then be able to go back at it when you're recovered. Um, recovery facilitates adaptation. Um, and I'm sure someone studied at some point the effects of recovery or the lack of recovery on even your neurological development, not just physical. And like we're talking about, like you just mentioned, maybe taking a step away from this, even though it was unintentional for you, is going to make it even better when you come back. Yeah. All right. So there's that growth that happens by accident almost. Yeah, I think, I think a good break from certain things is needed, whether it's, I, I mean, that's why, that's why people take vacations, mm-hmm. you know, it's to, you get so caught up in what you're used to that you don't see it for what it is anymore. And you go away for a handful of days and then you come back and you're like, Oh man, it feels good to be home. Mm -hmm. You know, I think vacations from everything are needed from time to time. Have you ever been in a situation where taking a break has caused you to realize that you no longer need something in your life? Did you want to get that? No, no, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, I have the door locked. <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Did I ever find that taking a break from something has caused me to realize that I no longer need it in my life? Training at high volume. Okay. I mean... The few times that I've tried to add it back in, even like slowly, uh, I just don't get excited about it. So that's, that's definitely one, you know, I'd, only doing one workout per day is completely okay with me. And I guess I found that out by taking a break from it at first. I thought I was going to take a break from it. Mm-hmm. So do you find it important sometimes to look at the things you're doing and step back like intentionally just say, all right, I'm going to not do this for a while or just for right now, I'm not going to do this thing just to evaluate whether it means anything to you or evaluate whether it gives value to your life. And then if it does, do you go back to it the same or do you go back to it with better intention more appreciation i don't think that i've ever done it intentionally so when we when i issued that challenge to take a break and i literally wrote take a break from anything yeah what did you do so i thought about things that i might need to take a break from one of the things was i needed to take a day like a full day off from work I needed to make sure that nothing that I did for a full day was related to what I do for work because even though I have days where I don't come to the gym I'm still doing work from my phone or from my computer that's for the gym and I made it so I I told people, I said, you're not going to hear from me on this day. You're not going to see me on this day. Now, granted, I made it 
I did make it the easiest day of the week that I could pull that off because there's on Saturdays, I only come in for one hour. So I made it. So it was a Saturday. I made it a low barrier to entry day to take that day off, but I took the day off. I didn't do anything for the gym. And then what happened? It was refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> was it stressful? No. Not at all. It was easy. Good. It was super easy. And and what it did, what it did, it just showed me that <laughs> the gym's gonna survive if I take that little bit of a break from it. So now I've made the decision that I am going to do less on the weekends. Like things can wait until Monday for the business. Yeah. I'll come in on Saturday and coach that class. And then unless it's an emergency, I don't need to answer some things for the remainder of the weekend. People are patient. Whether they, they understand people, people, people understand that stuff. I've done something similar recently where if people message me on a weekend, I will go so far as to say, Hey, let's talk Monday. Yeah. Or if it's after like 7 PM and I'm home and I want to, you know, enjoy my time home. I'll say, let's talk tomorrow. Granted, yeah. I screw that up all the time. You know, some of my people even know that once it hits 8 PM, I'm screening. They like, they might not get responded to until the next day. I'll see a text message. And if I don't want to open it, I'm not going to open it. And some of the times past 8 p.m., I don't even touch my phone. I have, I have it so I don't get any notifications after 8 o'clock. Even, even from texts and calls. Like it's on do not disturb and I don't see anything. So this break you took, the day off you took, helped you to create something more. Yeah. So it's not just... Uh, you didn't, you obviously took this seriously, took a day off, literally a day off from work, which is, you know, taking it um, literally and it had a longer term effect on you mm -hmm. that might not would have, might not have happened if you didn't just take that day. But, you know, like, like you said before, things happen unintentionally. This might've happened anyway. Yeah. I also used this challenge to eliminate a really bad habit. Uh, I was terrible about being on my phone while driving. And I told myself I wasn't going to do it at all for an entire day. Mm -hmm. And since then, it has been extremely minimal almost non-existent. There's been a couple of times here and there where, you know, looking up directions or telling my mom, forgetting to tell my mom that I was on my way to pick up the kids until I was actually driving, you know, those kind of circumstances. But now I have a dash mount in the car. I put my phone there. And if a message comes across and it's important, I will call the person. I will not pick up my phone and respond. If it's not important, then awesome. But I'm extremely proud of, for the most part, eliminating that habit. Because now I'm present in one of the most important situations that I need to be present in. So sometimes it's important to evaluate some things, you know, try to understand, prioritize, like we talked about a few weeks ago, understand what, what you need to 
eliminate and then just test it out, take a break, step back for a second. And clearly this, you know, this showed that it was something that made you better, made you more aware, more present. But it's also something that was a kind of a edging problem. I, I, that's what I'm getting. So it's been yeah. on your mind for a while. You just finally said, all right, now I'm going to. Yeah, there had been way too uh, many close calls. Yeah, man. Way too many. What did you give up? What did you take a day off from? So I have a bad habit also with a cell phone of always taking it into, into the bathroom. <laughs> always. So I, and I know that, you know, my fiance Val at home, she'll go to the bathroom and leave her phone on the, you know, on the coffee table or on the kitchen table. And so I try to do that now. <laughs> and I realize that saves me a lot of time. <laughs> because <laughs> how often are you there just sitting playing on your phone whatever scrolling through instagram or you know reading an email which i do all the time like every morning i go into the bathroom and i get up at four o'clock in the morning just around there i don't have a lot of time because i want to be out by four thirty on my way to work so it, you know I, I have to try to maximize the time so now i'll leave the phone in the bedroom instead of taking it into the bathroom or taking it into the living room so I, I'll try to set it down somewhere where I need to go and get it, not have it, you know, within arm's reach all the time. That's, that's kind of what I've taken away from that is, and I still, honestly, I still bring my phone in the bathroom. Uh, I still keep it on me most of the times, but what I'll, what I'll do is, you know, at work, I'll leave it at my front desk instead of, you know, with all my other stuff, my bottle of water. So when I'm, coaching people I can't go over my phone right it's it's no question that the phone is an ultimate distraction in the time that we live in and it's not going to go away if if you were to try and fight it you would just be fighting a losing battle for a very long time the only thing that we can do with that is stuff like this where we say hey I need to take time away from a certain aspect of it to either create new, better habits or eliminate old, worse habits. And it's cool that we both realize from looking for things to take a break from, we both eliminated something that was potentially hazard to us hazardous to us, whether it be in a sense of time management for you or actual safety for me. That was a long silence right there. You got nothing. No, I'm, I got something. I'm just trying to compile. Um, (laughs) So let's, let's avoid making this about cell phones. And, and I do want to go, I do want to go on an episode and talk about habit building and habit forming. Definitely. I was, this, I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah, man. Um, this, we're getting, we're getting a lot out of the, the taking a break and taking a step back and, and taking a day off from things. But let's switch um, focus to recovery. And when what we- your way, what, What's your favorite way to recover? Recover? No, are we talking physical recovery, mental no. recovery? Are we talking all recovery? Recovery. Recovery okay. from the stress in your life. So if, we, if we're talking about physical, I mean exercise. If we're talking about mental, I mean work or uh, whatever else is going on that's affecting your, your mindset. It might, be, it might be sleep. It might be your nutrition, whatever. Um, emotional recovery. So giving yourself some time for you um, to kind of collect your thoughts any type of recovery. My, my personal favorite is literally doing nothing, sitting on the couch, watching TV. And it's something I don't get to do very often. Um, You do enjoy that? I do. I do because I like to, I I mean, it's not like I'm watching sitcoms. I don't watch any, like any, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I'm a boring person. 
<laughs> I don't watch anything fun, but I like, I like, you know, putting on Netflix and watching, you know, just endless hours or, you know, a few hours of TV that makes me think about other stuff. So you go into like documentaries and stuff? Sometimes. Yeah. Docu-series, documentaries, um, nonfiction, or, you know, I'll read too for the same purpose of just getting my mind away from the present and away from, you know, things I. So you find recovery, you find recovery and relaxation in escapism is what you're saying. You go, you go and you find something that's outside of your norm to entertain yourself with. Yeah, I guess it's entertainment. It is entertainment. If we define that as just taking up time and, you know, taking your mind away. I also do, you know, another, I don't know if I would call it recovery. You know, I like to get outside as much as possible. I hike, I climb, you know, I'll I'll take literal three, like two day vacations or trips, you know, drive as far as possible you know, hike as long as I can and drive home. And to and me, that's, that's recovery because it's getting me into a, um, a mind state where I'm not focused on what I'm leaving behind. So I believe what we're getting at is that recovery doesn't have to equal rest. Rest. Right. Rest and recovery are definitely hand in hand, but recovery can also be in the form of escapism. Relaxation can be found in the form of escapism. So for me, uh, getting into the woods on my bicycle is my biggest form of escapism. It completely clears my head. I don't think about anything else when I'm doing that. And I think it's important for people to find something that gives them that sense of escapism. Uh, And we talked about that on the new things episode where it's so important to not have, it's so important to have something that is not your day to day. And that, in turn, helps you recover from your day-to-day. Helps you clear your head. And when your head is clear, it's a little bit easier to fall asleep. And when you get good sleep, your body recovers. And it's going to set you up for a better day the next day. Now, there's some people, though, that will say that that escaping um, is just running away. You're running away from your problems. You're not putting the focus that you need to on what's in front of you. I call bullshit. Why? Because it's going to clear your head so you can come back and face your problems with a clear head. If you face your problems completely worked up, constantly thinking about them, then you're not going to be able to face them rationally. I say you should have a planned escape. So if it's something that's up on the calendar or, you know, something you thought about prior to, then it's part of, it's almost part of the plan or it is part of the plan. Right. So Monday through Friday, you work, you work, you work, you work Friday night, you're out. And from Friday to Sunday, you're not focused on work so that when you come back Monday, you're better. You can. Oh yes. You know, that's the typical nine to five journey, but. Well, here's the problem, dude. The problem is, is that so many people spend their weekend dreading going back to work rather than being present and taking their time off. They spend their time off 
worried about going okay. back. They, they're too worried about going back because they don't enjoy their time off, that they never clear their head to be able to be better at what they're doing. It's like that, uh, you know, every, every Monday at the gym, I see the people at five o'clock in the morning showing up and their heads are down. And I know that they all have to probably get a, onto a bus afterward and get a, to go on a two hour commute into Manhattan. And they're just dreading it because they had the weekend off. Some of them, some of them work a lot more than that or different hours, but it's always the same joke every Monday morning. Like, Oh, you know, welcome back. It's Monday again. You know, let's just get through this. It's the same thing. Same, same bullshit that I hear every time. The let's let's just get through this mentality is so toxic. Mm Mm-hmm. To me, that says two things. It says, A, you're not taking enough recovery for yourself. You're not taking enough time for yourself. Right. And B, you don't love what you do. Right. You don't, get, you don't find enough value in what you do to, have to enjoy it or to and there is full force. And there, right there, is the problem, is... People think that what they're doing isn't valuable, so they don't put the effort that they could into it. And listen, the garbage man's job is just as valuable as the heart surgeon's job is. Every single task on this planet serves a purpose. And if you find yourself doing a task that you don't enjoy, there is somebody out there that's going to enjoy doing that task. Find the task that you enjoy. Take a break from the one that you're doing that you can't find your purpose in in the moment and get out of it so somebody that can find it purposeful can get in there and do it. And that, that's, we're not saying go out and quit your job tomorrow. You got to have a plan. Right. I think a good place to start is what can you add to your life to give what you do more value? And I don't mean um, adding more time at work so you can make more money, although that might help. I don't mean, um, you know, adding a hobby. What I do mean is, find a a space where you can work on recovery so that you can do what you do as best you can and get what you need out of it. Um, Some people that might be, you know, adding a hobby, some people might be taking another day off. How many people don't take their vacation that they earn at their job, right? How many people have their vacation time and they spend it you know, doing the same things, running errands, taking care of their kids, doing whatever. Plan for this and do something for yourself that's going to show you what you need to do. For yeah, so many people take their vacation time and don't even actually take a vacation. Yeah, which is mind-blowing to me because when I had a nine-to-five job and I worked for somebody and I had two weeks vacation, I took two weeks vacation and my coworkers looked at me like, dude, you're always going away. I was like, no, I'm just going away. I know I'm just taking the time that I earned, right? So that I can go away and I'm going away, right? I'm not staying home and buying more stuff or, you know, spending my money on other things. So I planned for this, right? I made sacrifices so that I can do this. Yeah. Right. So that I can go, you know, climb a mountain somewhere or, you know, go sit on the beach for a few days. I I avoid buying myself things so I can go on trips. I think it's way more important to experience life than to collect shit. That's just going to collect dust. Isn't it weird how everything we've spoken about is coming back is coming back. It all relates Trying new things, letting shit go. Right. 
I think we're on to something here, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and what's awesome though, is that a lot of what you and I are talking about is just coming from the stuff that we've heard other people talk about, or we've read that other people have written. We're not reinventing the wheel here. We're just another source of this same information that is going to get delivered to our network and our network. They are not influenced by the people that you and I are influenced by. We are their influence and we're just spreading the word of this healthy, this truly healthy lifestyle of minimalization, physical activity, rest, socializing, and having fun. I think, and obviously that's the macro. There's gonna be, there's gonna be micro to each one of those things. Uh, and having these conversations and our network hearing these conversations is going to help this continue to spread, continue to spread because they're going to be able to go and give it to their network and they're going to be able to go and give it to their network. And then it's just going to go full circle of the popular influencers right now are going to inspire new influencers who are going to inspire new influencers and all these good things, these healthy things are slowly but surely going to take over. It might not happen in our lifetime, but I do believe it's going to happen. I think, Ron, a light bulb just went off in my head and I realized that we are far from over here. This conversation is going to continue even after we take a break from a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> because because I because now we have to take a break from this to see if it has value. Uh, but the conversation is going to going to be ongoing between us, between the people who listen to this and then even the people that we listen to. It's 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 a constant uh, growing web of learning. And I think we're onto something special that's going to be really helpful. Uh, and that being said, I think we should cut it off, cut it off there. I think uh, that was a great way to end this show. Yeah, man. Uh, guys, thanks so much for listening. So much for your responses um, to some of the stuff we've been putting out. We've been getting some great feedback. We really appreciate it. If you can, just go ahead, give us a like on, uh, on our podcast or, or leave us a review. And, you know, take a break. Relax. Take a day off from something that is stressing you out. Done. Awesome, man. Ron, you have a great day. Well. Thank you. Everyone else, take care. Hey guys, it's Matt. Welcome back to the Life Below Parallel podcast, where my co-host Ron and I discuss all things in the world of mindset, personal growth, health and fitness, education, and coaching. Ron and I have been seeking growth in our own health and fitness for the last 15 years. And recently, we've realized that we need to work on ourselves so we could find out what's going on between the ears, not just under the barbell. Everything you hear us talk about on here comes from personal experience or from the stories of people we bring on as our guests. In the earlier episodes, you'll follow Ron and I through a challenge that I issued to a few people in our circle. Each week they were given a task to complete, a workout to complete, and a purpose to think about. And the goal was to get people to approach their lives, their fitness, their nutrition and sleep 
even their relationships with some intention. You'll hear Ron and I talk a lot more about this. So here we go. What's up? So I am really happy to say that this is filled with pumpkin spice coffee. Yeah, dude, I got some pumpkin spice coffee in the bag at the grocery store. And that's what I've had the last two days as well. Cause I'm basic as fuck. Yeah, it's, it's happening. We're back. We, we took a break from this for a while, but we're back and I'm feeling good. We took a break from the pumpkin spice because we started to lose our appreciation because we had too much of it. Exactly. So from now until probably December 31st, <laughs> pumpkin spice, everything. And then December 31st, we'll just start drinking that New Year's sauce. Yep. <laughs> Eggnog from there. <laughs> oh, shit. So the challenge... In the final week, or what became the final week after this, was to reset, start over. Or just look for anything that we could figure out to reset or start over. And I realized um, going into this that it wasn't what I wanted. It didn't, it didn't turn out to be what, what I expected. Um, would you so say that's why I thought just reset. Let's let's start over. Let's reevaluate, and that's how this came about. The whole podcast. So, oh, yeah, okay. So it was during that. Is during your preparation for that is when you made the decision. Yeah, I think so. It was. Um, we started this right around the fifth week of the challenge. And okay. at that point, I noticed some people were falling off. Were you already, did you already have all six weeks written up or were you doing them one week at a time or maybe two weeks in advance? I did them uh, about a couple weeks in advance. I had a list of things that I wanted to work on okay. and challenge you know, challenge my own thought process through these, um, this set of things. So I had a list of maybe a dozen that I tried to piece together and right around the fifth, fourth or fifth week, I realized you and a few other people were active and really working toward it. And then Others were starting to fall off or really fall behind, not completing their task or their workout or really thinking about the challenge at all. And that got me thinking maybe it was too often, too much, too soon. Maybe we should slow down. And I wanted to just hit the reset button and start over, but I, you know, you can't do that. There's no reset button in life. There's no reset button on your actions or your thoughts. You got to own it and learn how to improve and try again. Yeah. It's really difficult to start fresh. It's always more of a realignment than it ever is a restart. It's taking the things that you know, taking the things that you've accomplished and, uh, Deciding from there what you want to work with moving forward. Do you feel better about yourself right now? I always feel good about myself, Ron. <laughs> you, you taught me that. Truth. What did you yeah, I think, I think what were you more, thinking about when I when I sent this out and you saw what were you what was on your mind or something that you were thinking about? Well, I mean, you gave a good description about, you know, going back to the basics, you know, looking for something that could be started over and and I looked internally to see if there was anything that I felt that I needed to reevaluate and reassess and start over and nothing really stood out 
uh, what ended up happening was I noticed uh, I noticed some excitement from one private client to another when they saw that the other was doing something different from what they were. And then the combination of that and the combination of the challenge was like, oh, crap, I can reset the way that person is doing this thing because, one, we hadn't made the progress that I had hoped to be making by the where, by where we were at. And two, I saw how it got. So I felt like it was, it just needed to be done. So it gave you a chance to see another perspective and maybe not start from the beginning, but start somewhere different. It, It challenged, it challenged my way of thinking and made me look at things differently to try and create a better plan for, you know, the same outcome that I was going for, you know, what is it that definition of insanity is repeating yourself over and over again and hoping for the, a different result. And, and we might've gotten the results that I was looking for uh, going the route that we were going, but it was just time for a change. I thought we would have been where we wanted to be by now. And it just didn't happen. Was that something that would have happened on its own? At some point, would you have recognized that, that you weren't getting the outcome that you had hoped for? I had recognized it. I just wasn't in the position yet where I knew what I wanted to do. Okay. So you weren't waiting it out. You were kind of just going with the flow. Right. And, and how did it work out? Uh, so far, so good. Um, we've only gone through that session one time since I made the decision. Okay. And I think the workout for her went a lot better than the previous one had went. So uh, it gave her a reason to be excited. And that's going to help her stay motivated to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. I think, I think that's where people can run into not accomplishing the things that they want to accomplish. That some things are just mundane and monotonous. And the excitement level goes away after putting in repetition after repetition after repetition. And the boredom can cause the give up. Over the weekend, I was at a a conference and I was talking to somebody about goal setting. And I've always used that smart goal outline. Have you heard of that? I have heard of it, but I'm going to need a refresher. So a smart goal is something, something specific. It's measurable, it's attainable, relevant, and timely. Um, and I, we're not going to talk about that, but what I want to talk about is what came after. And I've used that, uh, that um, acronym and that outline for developing your goals and developing a plan for your goals forever. But I was, I'm still like wondering why people tend to fall off their goals even if they do have a plan and it is important to them. Uh, And the conversation led to us realizing that if the goal itself becomes uninspiring or it no longer motivates you, then it's time to either pick a different goal or change the plan, change the way that you get to that goal. It's like hitting reset, reevaluating and starting fresh. And this can work with any, in any situation with any person, you can have a plan and everything can be going well, but sometimes it's just not what you really want. And that makes kind of made me think of your situation with your client. Uh, Maybe there's another way, right? Maybe there's uh, a different option that we can try, even though this is working, it's just, not bringing us in the direction we want. Right. And then changing the course to achieve the same goal can create a new level of excitement, which can help you stay the course longer, Hmm. which being patient and persistent is going to be a better guarantee of your success. Right. Guarantee. But 
is there a guarantee of the time that it's going to take? I don't think there ever is. No. I, so, it, so it doesn't hurt to change course. It doesn't hurt to, to try something different. Oh, because no, I, I have think, time, you know? I think that's personal. I think that what you could accomplish in six weeks might take me 12. And that's, that's life. That's health. That's exercise. That's everything. It's, you know, we all have, most of us are born with similar styles of bodies, but we're all different. Mm -hmm. You know, almost all of us have hands and feet and legs and arms and a face with eyes and stuff like that. But the things that you grew up doing are different than the things that I grew up doing. The way that you learn is different from the way that I learn. You might have a quicker response compared to somebody else and they might have a quicker response compared to you. And that's just life. That's just being human. So what I'm imagining or what I'm thinking of now is, you said it before, we are all born the same. And we all generally have the same timeline. Yeah. Right? And we go through what we're expected to do for a while, and then we get to make our own choices, and then and then things start happening. Either we are really happy with what we have, and we reach all our goals, and we're patient and persistent. And then there's other people who get to a certain point in their life, they decide this is not where I want to be. And then they go somewhere else. And it's through throughout this timeline you have, it's a constant wave up and down or forward and back or twisting around. We all get to the same place in the end. Yeah. There's that's, those are the only guarantees is start and finish. And I see too many people go along the same path the whole time rather than deviate just to come back. Cause it doesn't hurt. It, it's not going to hurt to try something different, but to renew, right. Or reset. It's comfortable. It is. Is it maybe it's, maybe they're comfortable or maybe they don't recognize that there are options or, yeah. or maybe they don't recognize that there is something further that they can achieve. Ignorance. They don't, yeah. they don't trust the knowledge. Yeah, it could be ignorance, but it, ignorance seems like such a negative term because it's not a negative thing. It's ignorance. more of an unawareness. Ignorance is just misused. It's not a negative term. It's just a lack of education. Okay. Well, you see where I'm getting at? And we were talking about this before because you had said, you know, 10 years ago, this was not you. 10 years ago, you had to start over, try something different. Yeah, my, my work ethic was developed through a surprise. I didn't, I didn't know I had the capabilities that I have. I didn't know I had the drive that I have until I found something worth going after. What was that? My was own health. Major? Or was it was it my own health. Small. It was health. My own health. Your own health. I was excessively overweight. And I decided enough was enough. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I know it's cliche. And when that, when, when that realization happened, was it an easy choice to, you know, change completely? Um, yes and no. Because I feel like I tried to make the choice beforehand and never really found a way to commit to it. But once I found a way to commit to it, it was super easy to just stay on the, stay on the path. So the hard part, hardest part was finding that thing that motivates you enough to continue. Right. And I think we could look at this in a sense of any goal 
that is going to be achieved, I think you should look for different ways to get there. I think you should talk to different people who have achieved the same goal. You might be able to find different routes and, and the route that excites you more is going to be the one that's going to increase your chances of success. What did, what did you reset? I reset my something fitness related. I've been dealing with pain in, from, you know, an injury I got a couple months ago. And the most obvious thing for me to reset was my training because yeah. I no longer want to be in pain. Right. I, I tore something in my ankle. Okay. I would always try to go too hard, too fast. It would hurt. And then I would have to slow down. I went, I just simply went back to the basics. I went to what I knew about, you know, fundamental exercise and Honestly, I got bored, <laughs> I, which I knew would happen because that's why I keep doing what I keep doing. And like you had said before about the definition of insanity, it's 100% true. We get bored and uninterested in things really quickly if they're not giving us either an immediate satisfaction or not giving us the results we want um, or the feeling we want or the gratification. So you try, you try to do the, the simple things there. I tried to do the simple things and it just, you know, wasn't for me and I'm right back to where I started, but still, still hurting, huh? Yeah. It's, I mean, and I, you know, I'm not just going to live with it. I'll deal with it eventually, I guess. (laughs) I always wait till, um, that point of either I have to change something right now or I'm done. (laughs) Right. And I don't know if that's a a mindset shift that I have to make or something I could just practice or maybe I should just get over that. I don't know. Uh, I think you should get over it. How? Love the process more than the results. That was inspiring. (laughs) <laughs> but it's easier said than done, I think. It is easier said than done, especially when, especially when it's boredom. I don't know. I guess if you know, if you know the plan that you have is going to work, then you need to ride it out. Find some ways to spice it up, I guess, or ask around to see if there's another plan you could take. You definitely, at some point, have to develop a level of discipline mm-hmm. or you're never going to find your way because not all paths are going to be smooth. You're going to run into some that are bumpy as shit and you're going to have to hold on and ride through it. So resetting in the sense of what you were doing for the challenge, resetting in the sense of going back to the basics in some exercise stuff to try to get yourself out of pain. What do you think you learned? that there are other paths to take. And sometimes even if you are working towards something that you think is right, it may not be the outcome you hope you hope for, or it may not be exactly what you wanted. I think you, you set a level of expectation in your head. And as you go through your process or as you go through whatever it is you're doing, you're working on you don't exactly meet that expectation and not to say you fall short of achieving results it's just not what you had hoped it would be so because because the path that you're on lost its flair you decided to take a step back now you're recognizing that maybe it's time to try something new you know it's funny as I feel like every time that we get on uh, to talk about this kind of stuff is we always kind of cross the paths of all the different things that we went over in those six weeks. And it's funny how much the one carries into the next. Uh, Just yesterday, let's, you know, let's take it back to week one in reaching out. 
I had the biggest smile put on my face when my phone rang from somebody I hadn't talked to in a few months. It happened backwards Mm -hmm. to me. And it reminded me of that first week. And maybe that person listened to that podcast. Maybe they did. It was like, I'm going to call Ron White. Who, who knows? Maybe they did. That would be fucking awesome if they did listen to it. And then just like we talked about in, in week two of letting go of stuff, you know, maybe somebody struggling to stay the course needs to let go of the expectations that they have and just stay the course. And you know, I think that um, one of the realizations I had had probably within the last week or two toward the end of this was that this is going to be the end of this as we know it, I guess, or as, as we've been doing it. And what's is funny is, as we know it, the end yeah. of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. What's funny is that you were asking me about the next week. I was the only one, wasn't I? You were the only, and you were the only one. And maybe it's because we talk about it all the time. I got excited about it. And yeah. It was something so new. Did I. So did I, though. I, I got really excited about it every week. And you know what? It's nothing against anybody else. You know, maybe they just aren't as interested in what we are interested in as we are. Which is that's cool. That's which fine. Is cool. That's, that's fine. <laughs> no, but. I, if you remember how I had prefaced the whole thing, mm-hmm. I sent out a message, right? And all I asked for was yes or no, or I'm in or I'm out. And if you're in, I wanted you to be in until you're not. Right. And if you're not, then that's okay. Um, that's on you, man. But I was getting a lot of, oh, I thinking about it but I didn't have time or you know it just you know didn't fit into my my workout schedule I couldn't do it or I was away and I just kept hearing excuses um, from people and it's it's uh it made me think all right maybe I'm just either expecting too much out of it from people maybe my expectation wasn't very clear in the beginning or maybe that it's just not as important to other people. And that's fine too. I knew, or I, I know, even when we talk about this, it's only going to kind of matter to a few people when they listen to this. Some people are going to listen to us and say, this is bullshit. I don't need to hear them. Not everybody wants their, not everybody wants the way they think to be challenged. No, no. So when it came to that, I was like, all right, I, I really like what we're doing. I really think that the objective, the original objective objective was being met by the people it mattered to. So now I'm thinking of ways of getting to the right people. So how, how are we going to reach the people who are going to consider this something useful or are going to put the effort in? And I'm going to change my approach too, because I think like we're talking about this whole episode, you know, change the path, achieve the same outcome. I don't know. know. But also as we've been going through every, every chat we've had and even just talks on the phone or text messages, I realize this is all interconnected and we could have gone in any order, but the way we did it kind of built on each other and it's been helpful. Um, We can associate the daily practice with building our discipline to recognize when we need to take a break or when we need to start over. That's uh, something that's gonna be really valuable if you listen to all these episodes and connect everything. Right. And we were able to do that over the course of the last four weeks that we've been doing this, talking on the phone, you know, a couple of times a week, having these discussions. And that's exciting me. So I'm, I'm kind of inspired again to try something different. 
it's definitely been something that I've looked forward to, uh, especially just the fact that, you know, with you leaving three and a half hours away, this gives us a chance to stay connected um, a lot more than it did before. And <clears throat> it gave me the opportunity to look deeper into my life at the things that truly matter and the things that I wanted to make the time for. I appreciate that, Ron. I appreciate you uh, considering this something that you can make time for a couple of times a week. That's, that's cool. And I appreciate the people listening too, like taking the time out of their day and, you know, listening to us just bullshit really, you know, these are conversations we were having anyway, most of the time. So now we get to share them with you. Yeah. But I do want to, I do want to consider, um, what's next. What, where is this going to go? Where's this podcast going to go? Where's this challenge going to go? Um, I'm, I'm probably going to separate the two things and um, do a little more with, with the podcast. But I was curious about what you were thinking or what you wanted for it. Well, I mean, I obviously want to be a part of it. I thoroughly enjoy it. I think on my end, what I hope to see, and I hope you agree with me, is just you know, we've done six, this is our sixth episode by ourselves. Maybe it's time to connect with our network and find some people who are also challenging the way that other people think and find other ways that we can get our thought processes challenged. Do you have anyone in mind? Oh, I've got a pile <laughs> in mind from, from people that you've heard of and people that you've never heard of might not ever have heard of if it wasn't for the fact that I know them. Of course. Because there are some really cool people in my small little town doing big things that they don't get recognized because their big things aren't that big to other people. Just Your big thing is big to me. What's that? Your big thing is big to me, Ron. That's what she said. So I think we need to hit the reset button. For sure. And we're going to start fresh with the next one. We're going to start including some people outside, um, outside these conversations. And maybe ordinary people. Definitely some extraordinary people, though. Definitely some extraordinary people. All right, Matt, we're about to that 30-minute mark. You ready to shut it down? Definitely. Three, two, one. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Life Below Parallel is now available across all the podcast world. Feel free to share what you've heard here, subscribe, and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts from. If you want to reach out to us, send us a message to belowparallel.co on Instagram. We're really looking forward to talking to you. Hope you guys get out there and live your life.